Hello, Exit 15. How's everybody? What's up? Hey, we're back in the room, and praise the Lord for that, right? Yes. Hey, tonight we are continuing our series, Straight Facts, and we are on this 10-week journey of discovering some of the strong biblical truths that we all need to understand in our hearts and our lives as we grow in our relationship with the Lord. And tonight we are dealing with the topic of community and world. If you look on the back of your talk sheet, well, it may be the front depending on your perspective, but I want to introduce you to the big idea for tonight, and then I'm going to introduce you to our special guest. But our big idea for the night simply says this. It says, God values all people. Y'all say all people. All people. people. Born and unborn, young and old, male and female, all ethnicities, those of opposing faiths. That's everybody, right? I think that covers up everybody. And calls Christians to live on mission for the sake of reaching the lost across the street, around the world, through prayer, giving resources, loving actions, and sharing the gospel. And tonight, I'm so excited to have Eric Watkins with us, Urban uh, Red Door Urban Missions and Ministries here in Memphis, and he has a genuine passion for seeing his community come to faith in Christ. And as we were praying about tonight, he is one of the men that we felt like was a voice that you needed to hear. Some of you know Eric. How many of you know Eric? Say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Some of you don't. And I'm so excited that we get the chance to, you get a chance to hear from Eric and hear his story and his passion for ministry and missions in our community. And uh, I'm just going to tell you, you need to hold on to, all right? So have that pen ready. You'll be writing down some, uh, some good notes there. I left all the blanks open for you, all right? So this is on you, on what uh, the Lord is going to speak to us about. So Eric, tell us a little, a little bit about you and uh, how you came to be the, uh, the director of Red Door Urban Missions. Good evening, everyone. I am thankful to be here. Listen to me. Nobody but Jesus. Nobody but Jesus. Um, For me to be here right now, clothed in my right mind, Brother Steve, is only by God's grace and for his glory, brother. Um, God has been good to me. Has he been good to anyone else out there? Yeah. All right. All right. I want to hear you all, but yes, um, We're blessed to be a part of a ministry called Red Door Urban Missions, which is an effort to reach those that have been marginalized, neglected, and ignored with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We go into places where they're under-resourced and underserved. We go into the at-risk communities within our city. We go to folks that that are not saying hallelujah, you, you all. I just leave it like that. So how did, what did the Lord do in your heart and how, he, how did he get you to this place now and where you are now? Brother Steve, let me share from the Bible this way. Can I do it that way? So listen to me. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miracle. I was in Egypt from the age of 11 for 18 years of my life. I started down a very dark, lonely road that was leading to destruction. But listen, listen to this. But God brought me up out of that pit of destruction, out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon a rock, making my footsteps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and will trust in the Lord. Listen, 
How blessed is the man who has made the Lord his trust and has not turned to the proud nor to those who lapse into falsehood. It's all about Jesus. He brought me out of a pit. So, Brother Steve, when he brought me out of that pit, brother, those communities where I used to go and act a fool in, he delivered me from a very uh, uh, destructive habit. And he healed me from a very painful past. I have struggles every day, brother. But it's by God's grace he see me through. And, 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 and so when he brought those, those, that, that poison out of my mouth, out of my body, when he delivered me from those, those hurts, habits, and hang-ups, he put a new song in my mouth. And that song we've been singing about, Jeff been leading us, it's Jesus. Jesus, J-E-S-U-S. That's right. So right. Hey, uh, can you see he's passionate about a story? Uh, I would love to hear um, what motivates you. Obviously, your story has a lot to do with how you reach into your community because you've seen the radical change that Jesus can make in someone's life. You've been a part of that because that's part of your story. But what motivates you to go across the street? What motivates you to go into all of these different uh, places in Memphis to share the gospel? What, where, where does that come from? Man, my life, my life is nothing. My life matters not to me. I desire to finish the course that God has set me on. Jesus saved me. He extended, someone extended, I grew up in a Christian home. Let me put it like that. I grew up in a Christian home. My parents raised me in the doggone church, and I went all the time. But for 18 years of my life, I was had one foot in church and one foot out the church. I was, a, I was a lie. I was living, I was a, a major hypocrite. I got tired of living a lie. I got tired of playing church. I got tired of playing God. I got tired of misleading other people. And so when God took that out of me, from me, he chose me. I didn't choose him. I chose the life of the concrete junk. I chose the life of the streets, man. So when he brought me out, he sent me right back. So that passion come, it's not the manufactured. Let me tell y'all something. Don't, don't come up and tell me, you, you passionate about this, you passionate about that. God gives you the passion. When God places the passions within you, that's nothing that's manufactured. It's authentic. Okay? And, and guess what? It's a lifestyle. So when God began to form in me and give me an understanding of what it means to, to, to be saved, to have a relationship with God through faith in his son, Jesus, and I'm like, he, he broke them bonds of, uh, of bondage from me. I was in slavery, man. And I know some of them same folks where I was redeemed out of, where I was rescued out of, in the same shape, in the same condition. So it's like, wait a minute. He did it for me, Steve. He can do it for another gangster. He can do it for another gunslinger. He can do, do it for another church boy. Yeah. God can save anyone. God can. He can save anyone. And I think a lot of times for us, we get to this place of even believing, oh, they're too far gone. Oh, well, their sins are so bad. Or maybe for some of us, we can't identify. So we can't sit there and go, well, I don't have a drug habit. I don't, I'm not drinking and partying every, so how can I share the gospel with them? I know you have a strategy that your Red Door Urban Missions, how you guys uh, kind of round the bases. And I would love for you to share that strategy on how, how do you go about doing ministry in your community? What are those wins? What are those ways that you kind of help people? And even it might even inspire us to say, you know what, I can do something like that even where I'm at. So, share that. So, so I don't talk about the glory part of my, my star. I want to glorify God. But let me just tell you this. 
those things that I did in my life, Brother Steve, I never saw my parents do. So, so, so you, you can say, I don't, I don't have that story. I don't have that story. You have a story. If you are sitting here today and you are born again, believer in Jesus Christ, you were something before you was with Jesus, be, be it whatever it is. Everybody got some skeletons. You, you act something, you are a new creature. You got some old things. Those things have passed away, though. So my parents never did those things. Again, I chose that. And in choosing that, look, look, I got an education in the streets that, that, that no book, that no seminary could give me. So to be able to approach people right where they are. And so when we begin to think about evangelism, we begin to think about making disciples that make disciples within the urban context. We have the, the illustration. I don't know. They, Graphic there. Is that right? How many of you all know about, about baseball, softball, baseball field? There it is. Oh, wow. There it is. Hey, guys, I'm not, I told Brother Steve, I'm not used to this right here. Look, look. We don't have the bells and whistles down there where I, where I, where I serve at. So it's, it's just very, very simple for us. Stay Christ-centered. Because why? Only what we do for Christ will what? Last. Gospel focus. It's the gospel that changed my heart. Hey, hey, it's the gospel that allows me right here, right now, to be able to sit and look at my dear brother Steve and say, I love you. I used to not be able to do that. People-driven, Christ-centered, gospel-focused, people-driven, spirit-led. Look, look, it's not by your might nor your power. It's by the spirit of the Lord that you're going to be able to go out and be able to be a witness for the Lord. Okay, so let's, let's roll. So show the word. Show the word. So, so in our en engagement, this is how we discover the people, places, and possibilities of doing ministry, by just showing the word, living out the gospel. Remember, remember, as a Christian, it's a lifestyle. You can't, you can't put on Jesus one minute and do like I used to do, say, I'm going to this club tonight. I'm going to leave Jesus in the car. I'll get with him once I get back. No, 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 no. He resides within our heart. So show the word. So what are we doing when we're showing the word? We're establishing a, a, a ministry presence. We're seeking God to, to, to point us to those individuals that may be a person of peace, a house of peace. We are prayer walking those communities. So before any, for instance, before any volunteers ever come into the communities where we serve at, we are going in with a team cultivating the ground, planting, planting seeds, getting past the gatekeepers. In those wonderful communities where we serve, they are, we're in the community giving options to the streets, to the gangs, and to the drugs. Those are the gatekeepers, the gangsters, man, them game bangers, the vice lords, the, the, the crips, the bloods, the GDs. Show the word. Show the word. Live it out. Live out the gospel. Live out the gospel. And then, look, look, then we begin to serve the word. Serve the word is where we begin to do those servant evangelism type of stuff, Brother Steve. Uh, 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 those, those acts of kindness, uh, showing compassion, those, those, the, the ministry of mercy, like, like the Christian Mobile Dental Clinic. So this, this here, serving the word, is where we begin to build those relationships. So here at Show the Word, we are seeking God to establish momentum. Serve the word, we're seeking God to, to capture the momentum. We capture the momentum by, by sometimes we do, we do uh, uh, mobile, uh, mobile food pantries. We do clothing outreach. We do backpack supply, uh, school giveaways. Uh, we do community cleanup. Servant evangelism, acts of kindness, all right? 
Show the word. What's second base? Serve the word. And here you are. Share the word. Now, look, look. You've shown the word. You're living it out. You're having that ministry presence. You, 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 you're among people that may not know who you are, but they're going to get to know who you are because you're talking to the Lord and you're asking him to raise up those individuals that will, that will come along and be a part of this effort to penetrate and reach and unreach. So, so my sister Sierra talked about uh, uh, unreached people groups, unengaged people groups. We, we often look at that overseas, but she hit it right, right on the head, 25 minutes away, 27 miles from, 30, 30 miles from here in our city, right in our backyard. And guess what? It may even be in your own home. It may be in your own home with your own friends, your own relatives, your own associates, your own neighbors, right, right in your little sphere of influence. You ain't got to go overseas. You ain't got to come way down into the inner city. Hey, Amen. Check it out where you, where, you, where, you, where you live right now. All right, let, let, me, let me get off of that. So show the word, serve the word, share the word. As we've shown the word and served the word, now we have earned the right to share the word. So what are we doing here? We're doing some door-to-door evangelism. We're, we're doing those backyard Bible clubs. We're doing, like on Monday nights, we have Kids Ministry Club with our wonderful Rise Read Evangelism team coming, coming down, sharing the word. One-on-one. We're very relational. See, see, check this out. You have to, brother, see, you have to get out of people's face and get into their shoes. So, so oftentimes, we just up in your face, up in your, man, get off, get back, back up. You have no idea who I am or what I've been through. Get in my shoes. When you get in my shoes, then you're able to relate to me. Always try to find a common denominator to where you can level the playing field, where you can identify with whoever it is, regardless of what ethnicity, regardless of what tribe, what tongue, what, whatever it might be. Get out the face into the shoes. Show the word. Serve the word. Share the word. So show the word, seeking God to establish momentum, serve the word, capture momentum, share the word, building momentum, building momentum. And here we go. Teach the word, sustaining the momentum. The only way to sustain momentum in your Christian life is by availing yourself. And and listen to this, F-A-C-T. Being a faithful Christian, being available to God's word, being committed to his word, and then being teachable. Faithful, available, committed, and teachable. At this base, guys, this is where we begin to reproduce ourselves. This is where we begin to uh, seek God about making disciples that make disciples. Right here, sharing the word. Those wonderful individuals that have made a profession of faith, we bring them down to this point. Say, okay, you want some more of this? You want some more of this, Jesus? All right, let's train and mobilize you now. This is reproduction stage right here. So this is where we begin to to drill deep, wide and deep, to where it reproduces, and then we just start start back over to discover more people, discover more, more, more places, and then discover more possibilities to engage the unengaged with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That you, hopefully y'all were listening to that because I was sitting there listening to that thinking for me, I, I mean, I feel like I show the word. 
I, I, I mean, I'm serving my friends and the people around me. I serve high school students all the time. I'm sharing the word with anybody that will listen. As a matter of fact, I shared the gospel with a young man on this back porch of his home. And I had a chance just to sit there and say, hey, do you know the Lord? Can I walk you through what does it mean to have a relationship with the Lord? And then started to engage him and get him plugged into one of our life groups here so where he could be teaching the word. You think about where you are and you're in that, in that cycle. Are you, are you, one, where are you personally, but also where are you leading others? Hey, y'all, I just got to be honest. It's time for all of us to get in the game. It's time. I think for many of us, we have used COVID as a way of, okay, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I don't, you know, I got to be honest with you, and I heard this from a friend this, this past week. God does not take a break because of a pandemic. The gospel, the great commission doesn't stop because of pandemic. Oh, it makes it challenging, but it doesn't stop it. And so if you're finding yourself idle and sharing the gospel with someone I hope that tonight you will hear the passion of two pastors who are passionate about it, one that's on the front lines and another one who's equipping and inspiring those to get on the front lines. I pray you would hear that and you would respond to that. So I ask you this question as we kind of finish our time together. We have a couple more minutes. But what would you say to a group of students who some of them are engaged in, in missions and in sharing the gospel? Some of them are, but some of them are not. So I would love for you to speak into a group of students who are in both spots. What would you say to those that are out there doing it, but also what would you say to the ones that may be finding themselves idle? I share this out of love. If you are in here and you're not engaged in what the Lord is doing, if, you have, if God's grace has been extended unto you and you're not extending God's grace unto somebody else, stop advertising that you're a Christian. Fold your tent up. Take down the sign. Stop advertising. Stop, 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 stop coming here on Sunday. Stop coming here on Wednesday and getting poured into and not pouring back into somebody else. Spend your life for Jesus. Let go, man. Stop playing with them. We hear all these stats and all this old stuff about literacy and poverty and crime and all this old stuff. Every stat it's connected to a person that God has sent his son, Jesus, here to earth to die for. If you got the cure for an illness, why would you have the cure and not share the cure? If you can't share it, man, shut it down. Stop advertising. That's to the youngest, to the old. Hey, hey guess what? It first began with me. You can't leave where you're not going, you doggone, where you're going yourself. The Great Commission. It's become a great omission in a lot of folks' lives. Go, make disciples, baptize, and teach. Make disciples. Look, 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 when you make disciples, don't get hung up and caught up into saying, that's my disciple. You don't make disciples after Steve, after Eric, or Brother Steve Gaines. You make disciples that's, that's after Jesus Christ. It's not about us, guys. So those that, are on the, those that are serving, continue to serve. Amp it up some more. Don't, 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 don't pat yourself on the back. Don't start tripping to get the big head. Look, listen to me. Know God, grow in his grace, share his grace, and give him the glory for it. Glorify him, not yourself. We're in this beautiful building. 
Some of us got some position. Some of us got a little prestige, a little power. That's nothing, man, in God's economy. But God want to use each and every one of us in this building. And he can use us if we avail ourselves to him to be used. Don't say, I can't do it. Don't say, I don't have that story. I can't say this. Man, God is not giving us no spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Where you go? Don't be like Jonah. Can anything good come out of Memphis? Can, can, can the Lord love Memphis? He loved you. So why can't he love somebody else? And if you love God, what did he say? Love God, love others? Well, our, 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 our thing here. Share Jesus, make disciples. Man, if you're not doing it, stop advertising it. Wow. I'm so thankful to have Eric here with us, aren't you? Say thank you. Say thank you. Our time on the stage has uh, come to an end, but we have a treat for you. Uh, as you. As we dismiss you into your life groups, you're going to have an opportunity to personally connect with a different ministry partner in our community. So each grade group has a ministry partner that you're going to meet with, and they're going to share more about there. They're going to take about five minutes of your time five, ten minutes, and just to share their heart for their ministry and offer an invitation for you to get engaged in their ministry. Uh, I think it's time for a group of students to rise up for the gospel. I think it's time for all of us to start thinking of who am I going to share the gospel with and where are my feet going to take me. Lord, I want you to guide my feet. I want to be the Romans 10 I want to be, how are, you know, how are they going to know unless the feet, how beautiful are the feet of those that carry the good news? I want my feet to be going where God wants me to go and sharing the good news of the gospel. If you don't know the gospel, I encourage you to talk with your life group leader tonight. Pull them off to the side and say, would you share the gospel with me? I want to know clearly. Life group leaders, would you take the moment even to share the gospel in your group tonight? just so that it would be practice, just so that it would be a reminder for us of what we need to be sharing. What is the message of the gospel to be sharing? And so I want to pray for us, and then I will dismiss us to our group. So I want to pray for Pastor Eric here, and um, if you can, let's, let's do the Bellevue way. I want you to lift up a hand, because we're going to do it the COVID way. I want you to lift up a hand and direct your prayers toward Pastor Eric today, all right? Let's do that. Father, thank you so much for this man of God. God, the story of his life and how you have divinely placed his feet in Memphis and what a blessing it is to us, God, that you are using a man like Eric. Lord, I pray against the obstacles that he may face in his community. By the blood of Christ, I pray that you would break those chains, those obstacles that may hold him back and hold his ministry back. Lord, I pray that you would infuse freedom in his heart, freedom to share it, freedom to serve, freedom to teach. God, I pray that you would use him in great ways and use this, his ministry for your glory. And so, Lord, we are so thankful for the moment. And, God, may you find us faithful to share the gospel with whoever will listen. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.